my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic week. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my friend Drew Holden. Always a great time talking to Drew. Um, we, we covered quite a bit. We talked about the crumbling economy, um, the, the inflation numbers that just came out this morning. Um, we talked about the Democrats' obsession and dedication to uh, slaughtering um, unborn babies. Um, and we also uh, we discussed... Uh, on the on the timeline of the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, where where America sits right now on that timeline, it was it was an interesting discussion. I think you guys will like it. Before I get to Drew, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe if you're an iTunes user. Please take a couple seconds to leave us a five star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash The No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Drew Holden. All right, guys, we're here with my brother, Drew Holden. Drew, how you been, man? Great, man. I've been good, good, busy, but good. How about you? Same, same. Busy, good. I mean, you're, you're obviously uh, extremely busy. Your, your new job at the, the Free Beacon is covering media malfeasance, so... Yes, I have to imagine exactly. you're working like 120 hours a week, or you know. yeah, it's it, it's Sisyphean. It's there's 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 no end in sight. There's no stopping it. So yeah, it's it's good. It's great. It's it's enjoyable. But man, there is there's a lot of content out there to write about. Not enough hours in the day, my friend. Um, Truly. So, uh, per usual, um, no good news to report. <laughs> yeah, yep. on the podcast Once today. Again. Um. So I, I guess we can just take stock of what's been going on this week. Um, CPI is, is still at 8.3%, um, still near a 40-year high. Obviously, that number is very generous, <laughs> you know, because right, there is right. a, a Democratic regime point. in charge. So I don't know if that number is really 15, 18, 20%, who knows. Um, yeah. Biden gave a speech yesterday blaming, blaming Republicans for inf- inflation because this regime loves insulting the intelligence of the American people. Uh, yeah. And then they immediately printed another $40 billion and sent it to Ukraine. Uh, only 57 right. Republicans in the House voted against it. Man, but we're going to dive into all these things specifically, but, like, these are dangerously unserious people. And, like, yes. everybody, most politicians are unserious, as you know. Right. Like like Donald Trump, deeply unserious human being. 100%. But, those, but he's, like, the normal unserious. These people are very dangerous and unserious at the same time. And, and you know, I, you can tell because they're quite literally tearing down this country brick by brick. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I think one of the other things that really uh, sticks in my craw about all of it is, you know, it's one thing. I think Republicans, in my view, tend to be a little bit less dangerous when they are unserious because we are not as given over to just print money willy nilly as the way right. that the Democrats are. Where you can really, like, I, I don't know this, I'm sure anyone who has ever known someone with a gambling problem knows full well, like, you can get yourself into a lot of hot water very, very quickly when it comes to spending money. And the Democrats just insist on doing that even beyond all the other cultural issues and things going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's 100 percent correct. Um, I have to mention, I, we, we have to talk about the baby formula shortage. Yeah. Um, and I have to let me just preface it by saying this. 
I, I've just read a few articles on this. I haven't done a deep dive on it, and I will uh, this week, and we'll be talking about it more next week. But like, I don't know how bad this is going to get. Um, you know, I, I need to verify a lot of this. I'm just I'm reading all kinds of conflicting <laughs> reports on this. Um, yeah. So I don't really know. But there is a shortage. People are struggling to find baby formula. Um, right. Families are struggling, you know, and, and we just sent $40 billion uh, to Ukraine. Um, exactly. Man, it's, it's like you look at stuff like this. It's like you can't overstate how much the federal government hates the American people. <laughs> you know, yeah, like nothing right. like there's nothing that can happen domestically. No amount of suffering that will make these degenerates focus on the American people. It's true. I mean, the, there are so many important problems facing Americans. Right. Like the, 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 the formula shortage is just the latest in a long, long series. You look at the price of gas, the price of food, the price of everything these days is has shot up and like obviously the government can't wave its magic wand and make everything go away and fix it but like they have a limited amount of resources that they can use to try and address all of the problems facing everyone in the world and there's stubborn resistance to seemingly spend any of that money to try and help americans who are struggling is really jaw-dropping yeah mitch mcconnell said yesterday when they voted to to print a bunch of money for Ukraine. He said, quote, um, we all agree the most important thing going on in the world right now is the war in Ukraine, unquote. Do we? Do we? I mean, like, certainly if you live in Ukraine or Russia, that's true. Yeah. I mean, how about the how about the American families who can't feed their babies? Right. I mean, it, like, this is, we're, we're, we're just running headlong in, into a, a massive recession. I mean, I it's, I, who knows how bad it's going to get? Probably worse than 2007, 2008. Yeah. I mean, just like a tone deaf yeah. statement from from McConnell. It's like, my, my goodness. We, no, we certainly do not agree on that. And it's just like I, I checked in. You know, the stock market's been tanking, which is kind of the last yeah. the last you know shoot a drop here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but like, how ridiculous is it that that's the case? But yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been waiting for the, the stock market to tank and it's it, it's kind of miraculous. It survived this long. But. I did check in on our friends in the uh, military industrial complex. Um, you know, th- this is this is while you know what the S and P five hundred's down what like half this, this year. I mean, it's like it's it's horrible. It's the worst start to a year in the history of the stock market. Lockheed Martin is up thirteen percent in the last year. Northrop Northrop Grumman is up twenty two percent. Raytheon is up ten percent. BAE BAE Systems is up over thirty percent all in the last year. So don't ever tell, don't let anybody tell you, Drew, that the Biden economy sucks for everybody. That's right. It's not. It's not. It's not tough days for everyone, as it were. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Somebody's got to eat, I guess, and that's that's who Biden's decided is. Yeah, I mean, if we stopped funding the Saudis. Um, in their war in Yemen, yeah. maybe I could take these people a little bit more seriously uh, in right. terms of saving innocent lives. I mean, I don't know how many civilians have died in Ukraine. The last est- estimates I saw were something like 40,000, which is horrific, but that's probably about a fifth, a fifth, yeah. if you're being generous, right. of the civilian deaths in um, in Yemen. I mean, the, the war yeah. in Yemen is essentially a, a genocide at this point. They're just indiscriminately bombing you know, hospitals and schools and stuff like right. that. Yeah. And we're funding that. I mean, we're, 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 yep. I don't know if we still are, but uh, a couple of years ago, we were actually refueling Saudi jets when yeah. they were going on these bombing runs. So it's like, I just, you can't take, it's like, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't believe you. I, I don't, believe, yeah. I don't believe yeah. you when, when you talk about the, you know, Ukraine and needing to save lives. It's like you're, you're, you're aiding in the slaughter of, of the poorest, most oppressed people on the planet exactly. in Yemen right now. Exactly. Right. It, it, it's like where, 
you know, that's one of the things that I keep like, I don't know, I don't want to be hard hearted about the stuff with Ukraine, but every, every so often I do, I do think to myself, I'm like, well, what, like, what have we done for the least of these and all of these other conflicts that are bubbling all over the world for the last 10 ish years, right? Like it's like, I think that there's there's more than a little bit of Schadenfreude kicking around with a lot of these things because people just want to believe like they want it they want to believe in like the easy parts of Team America World Police and then throw away a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I just yeah I just I just don't know that it holds water. No, no. It's just it's hard to take these people seriously. And you know it, this is let's we we can move on from that uh, at least briefly. I yeah. We we talked about this a little bit before uh, before we started recording. I just had a conversation this morning with my wife about this. It's we're, we're hearing the moral depravity of our friends on the left has never been this out in the open. No. Um, Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, said yesterday, and this was maybe like it's probably the most evil thing I've heard a politician say. Um, and I, I have an extraordinarily low opinion of these of these people, as you know. But it's, yes, you're not right. used to hearing things like this out loud. She said something truly disturbing. She said if women stop having abortions, it'll be, it would be bad for the economy. And like, it's like that sounds like you're a a, a medieval <sighs> pagan, like say, yes. sacrificing your children to the gods so they'll bring rain and make the crops grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like my goodness, I I don't I I can't relate to these people on any level because it, the the wrong turns you would have to make in life that right. would bring you to the point where you would say something like that is like, I, I just don't have anything in common with these people. Like saying yeah. the mass slaughter of innocent babies is good for business is like, right. I, I can't with like, a straight face with a straight, like like, straight face. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of like something. I mean, you know, you get like Colin Powell going in front of the UN and, and lying, uh, knowingly lying about the WADs right. and stuff like that to, to, you know, start another war. And um, yeah, I mean, that's bad. Uh, this somehow seems worse. I like, can you think of something that a, a politician has said that is like this blatantly brazenly wicked? No, I, I mean, I can't, right? Like it's the, the level of depravity, despite despite politics being obviously an environment where depravity runs rampant, like this really does seem unique yeah. in, in a way. And I think that, that like, while, you know, the specific remark was, was Yellen's, that sentiment has also been shared by plenty of people yeah. uh, over the last couple of weeks. And that's just, I mean, it really is pretty horrifying uh, in a way that like, it's, I, I think it's, it's probably worth stepping back and taking stock of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And it's, I think, and I know this sounds, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think, I like to make bold predictions on this podcast, but I, I think typically they're just not bold enough. Um, I mean, I, I really think we're very close to a prominent view among Democrats being that, look, I, I think they're going to blame the baby formula shortage on like Greg Abbott and these governors that sign like heartbeat bills. I think they're going to say, yeah. see, oh there's too God. many babies. I'd like, totally if they would just kill more babies, we wouldn't have this problem. Oh they're going to blame the babies being born on shortages. I, I do think that's going to be a mainstream talking point. I mean, Jake, Jake Tapper's going to say it. Joy Reid's going to say it. Press secretaries are going to say it. Like, that's going to be something that is is widely 
widely used in, in the Democratic Party. I, I, I truly do believe that. And it's going to happen this yeah. year. Might happen yeah, this I month. Would, might happen today. Might be happening right now as yeah, we're recording this podcast. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Oh, I, I wish I couldn't see that being the case. I really do. But, like, yeah, I mean, the checks, right? The checks, like, they, like if you if you can get to a point where you can so dehumanize a, a human life in that way, then, like, yeah, what like what moral avenues aren't open to you, right? What 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 truly wicked avenues are, aren't open to you once you get to that point? Yeah, I mean, we're on what day five or six of the Biden regime encouraging the Democrat shock troops to harass or worse their political opponents. I mean, Samuel Alito was moved to right. a safe house two days ago. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like how it, it doesn't seem like we are all that far potentially from having like like what. Can you imagine, right? And God forbid, obviously, I, 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 I'm confident that the security is doing everything that they can to keep the, the Supreme Court justices safe. But can you imagine, like, can you imagine for a split second if somebody got a shot off at a Supreme Court justice? Like, I, I feel like we're probably pretty close to that point, And people are just kind of like, eh, well, people have a right to protest. <laughs> Sorry. Like, it's nuts. It's truly nuts. And I, you know, I remember when... When we had people who were confronting politicians at restaurants and whatnot during the Trump years, I remember the, way, the, the thought that I couldn't shake during all of it is like this could go so badly so quickly in a way that would like throw us back to the 1960s. And I'm not sure that people are are, are really thinking through that. And that's, that's how I feel right now with this stuff. Yeah. I mean, they tried to kill Rand Paul like four times in three years. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there was like and, four and people, assassination people, attempts on Rand journalists Paul. Journalists were like, were like, oh, cheering for today. Him. We're all Ron Paul, Rand Paul's neighbor. Like, it's, it was insane. Yeah. No, I mean, like that. I, I, you know, yeah, our our more moderate friends listening to the podcast are going, oh, Brett's Brady being Brady again. But no, <laughs> the reason why um, this leak happened and was promoted so hard by the press was to try to get one of these uh, conservative justices murdered. Yeah. I, I do think I think assassination was the goal. Yes. Kill a absolutely. couple of them. Let Biden replace them. I honestly, I, like, I, I just don't look. You these are the people. These are the people saying slaughtering children's good for business, Drew. It's like I, yeah. I can't. Like, there's no bottom. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no level that these people won't go to to acquire power. It's like it, it just like all the historical communists. I mean, power is their morality. Like, what, whatever right. gives them more power is justified, is moral in their view. That is their worldview. Yeah. And yeah, it's just I we're not used to this level of depravity right. on display like this for the world to see. I think that's like the, the jarring thing here. I mean, I, I've right. always and I've I, always known these people were capable of this. I just they've never been this bold. They've never been this confident. And I don't know, man, it's 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 fascinating. I, I just don't I don't know where we go from here. Like, I, I don't right, want exactly. unity. I don't want unity with people yeah. trying to kill Sam, Sam Alito and saying that abortions are, are good economics okay like i don't want like it's i i don't want to make deals with them i don't want to go negotiate with them there's no meeting these people in the middle <laughs> you know right I mean? yeah, like, what's yeah. The middle? what's the middle what's between us and like killing scotus justices is good like yeah right you know right. only like what what only beat them up <laughs> like that's, yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. the, that's the middle ground between me and them exactly okay like i don't i don't want that right yeah, no. And like that, I think one of the other things that, that, that worries me, too, in terms of like where where do we go from here is their backs are against the wall. Right. Oh, yeah. Like like this is this is how they're flailing 
before full desperation has kicked in, right? When this decision comes down, if it comes down this way, it's going to be so much worse. I've actually been surprised that it hasn't been worse in the last week or so. But if it does come down this way, it will be so much worse than it is now that how like it's it's like trying to it's like trying to corral an injured animal that wants to kill you. You want me to get even more unhinged than I was a second ago? Yeah. Here's, of course. <laughs> here's the thing with this decision. If the decision does come down and it's what was alluded to in, in uh, Alito's opinion, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to get bad. The Democrats are going to get more desperate and a lot of people are going to die. It's going to be like the Black Lives Matter riots. People are going to start getting shot in the streets. It's going to get really yeah. bad. And if... Uh, if they're successful in in bullying these guys, let's say Kavanaugh flips or something like that, then I mean the country's over. You can't. And then right. you, you're not like you're not a you can't have a republic anymore. I mean, if like if Democrat shock troops in black masks can scare justices into doing whatever they want, I mean that's it. Pack it yeah. up. America was a fun experiment. It's all over. Right. Like, I do exactly. think like it is like we are on a razor's edge right now. Like yeah. if 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 one of these justices backs down, I I don't know, man. I don't know how you like rebuild democracy after that. I mean, that like, that would be, it would kind of, that'd be it, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I simply don't think that you can, right? Like, I think if, yeah. if we get, if we get to a point where the Dems realize, uh, or like, are proved right that they can bully every organ of government to do what they want on the issues they care the most about, Yeah. then, like, th- then that's, like that that's worse than any coup could possibly be right like that yeah that just means that they they hold all the keys and they will surely continue to use them and so every single issue will be the summer of black lives matter all over again yeah in every in every city and state across the country that they that there are enough liberals yeah i mean they they already control the executive branch i mean it doesn't matter for republicans in office the you know the the bureaucracies prevent any republican from actually getting anything done Right. Um, every president's basically a Democrat president. Um, you know, they, they can't take on the, the CIA and the FBI, yeah. every, everything themselves. Right. And obviously Congress has uh, delegated all their authority to the, judi- the judiciary and the executive. Um, right. They bullied every major corporation into their leftist woke nonsense. And yeah, if, if they yep. can also bully the Supreme Court. Then There's a lot of power there in all the corporations. It. Yeah. So my buddy uh, Eric Brakey posed a question that I want to talk about on Twitter this morning. Yeah. And he asked on the timeline of the Roman empire, where is America right now? Now that is a very interesting question. Because it's mm, tough to tell yeah. because history happens a lot faster now, obviously with modern technology, right. modern militaries, much higher populations, much longer life expectancy. You know, empires don't last a thousand years and America's not going to last a thousand years. Like, you know, every, everything is, right. is much quicker History happens a lot faster than it used to be. But I, right. I'll i give you, I'll, I'll answer first and give you some time to think about it. But okay. obviously the two world wars were the Punic Wars. You know, you have to yeah, think, okay. I think those I'm were there, the Punic yeah. Wars. You know, after Rome beat Hannibal, Hannibal, they became the preeminent power in the Medi- Mediterranean world. Um, yep. And just like, uh, you know, before World War II, America was... America was no power on the global stage before World War One, and was a right. moderate power before World War Two. So that that makes sense. I'd say yep. the height of the empire would be Iraq War One. You know, like 1991. You know, communism yeah. was fading. You know, the Russians weren't. The Soviet Union fell. America uh-huh. went in, beat the most powerful army in the Middle East in what four days? I mean, it was like right, it exactly. was a it was a just a horrifying 
uh, for the rest of the world, I'm sure, display of military superiority. Um, yeah, right. I mean, we took out like thousands of tanks in yeah, like, exactly. a day, like one day. You know, it was just that was right. it. It was all over. At um, the same time as our our chief geopolitical rival is collapsing. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that that kind of checks out with like the Roman invasion of the Middle East. You know, when they like the Syrian war. Uh, they they yeah. burned through the Greeks quick in the Macedonian Wars, and then they they conquered Syria and obviously Judea Samaria very quickly with little resistance. That so that that would put right. that would put you know the late eighties early nineties would be like right around the birth of Christ. Uh-huh. So I'd say okay. I'd say right now we're in like second century A.D. Like right before yeah. things really started falling apart. Like the, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. The, okay. the Goths uh-huh. hadn't sacked Rome yet. The Vandals hadn't invaded. Italy right. quite yet they they could the Romans could still afford to to pay the legionaries but barely you know yeah. like economically they were holding it together barely right uh, and what, I think I, I think an important point within this sorry if I can jump in is that the idea of Rome being sacked is still an impossibly far off notion yes at this point yeah yeah yep so that's why I think we're yeah. around like year 200 yeah does that all, does that all make sense that checks. Yeah, I think that that tracks exactly to the way I would I would probably map it out. Um, yeah, God, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of any and any even knit I might I might pick with it. But I think I think that's right. I think we're still at a point where we are the preeminent power in the world. Right. And I think it's it's interesting to think about how China complicates the the history of the Roman Empire. Yeah. Like or or mapping onto the history of the Roman Empire, right? Because it's not like there is another empire that rose up and knocked them off in a way that I think could potentially happen in the United States, and hopefully not in our lifetime. But who knows? Maybe. Um, and so if we, it, but I think that the, you know, the, the 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 invasion of the barbarians is is the sort of metaphor that could play out across all sorts of things, be it economic woes or domestic political strife or whatever all it might be. Um, and that definitely feels like something that we're in the throes of, but it definitely feels like there's a bigger wave coming up behind us somewhere that is, is too far off to see yet. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I definitely agree. And going back to like the, the Republic days and like Cato the Elder, you know, the great you know conservative of Rome wanted yeah. to return to traditions. And that was like the 1920s. That was like Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Which kinda, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of lines up on that timeline as well. Those ago. days are long <laughs> gone. I don't think yes, that's... Those... <laughs> Those days are impossibly long gone, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. And not that history and, necessarily and, and repeats not itself. Back. No, no, definitely not. But another thing, yeah. too, like, that's the thing, man. And, I, like, it, well, you know, people say the Roman Empire fell around in the, in the 400s with the sack of Rome and, and everything like that. But, you know, if you the, – the, Byzant, the, the term Byzantine is, came about, like, a couple hundred years ago, and that was coined by historians. The Byzantines yeah. called themselves Romans. I mean, they, they just viewed themselves as the Roman Empire. And, they, like, right, I could see right. something like that happening, too. The country splits up. Half of it gets overrun and destroyed by communism or whatever, or war or whatever else. And then the rest of us can, you know, everybody can just move to Ohio, and we can just, like, hold out <laughs> for another thousand years, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Texas, Florida, that. you know, like that red state America might be the Byzantine Empire, survive another thousand years. You never know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we end up with some like bizarre Holy Roman Empire, Charlemagne kind of, oh, gosh, kind yeah. of period with, with, with the Midwest just kind of holding it down. 
Yeah, like they ne- yeah, you're right too. The Holy Roman Empire too. Like they never cuz the Byzantines fell what? In like 1400 officially and then That sounds right, yeah. The Holy Roman Empire survived at least part of it survived until Napoleon in the 1800s, you know. Yeah, like exactly, they, exactly. Like they still tried to maintain some semblance of a Roman Empire for like yeah well over like 2500 years which is yes. which is crazy i mean the holy roman, roman empire they were all like germanic and they weren't you know they weren't even like italian you know what i mean like it was right. just yeah, like yeah, yeah, nostalgia yeah. for the good old days but like there was some semblance of roman po- military power in europe for 2500 years which is wild man wild to think about. exactly exactly and i think it will be interesting to see what like what does the like the you know, the emaciated corpse of the United States look like <laughs> in that mold, right? Like, is it is it something similar? Is it is it a, a military foothold in Europe? Is it, you know, who knows? Um, but I think there's there's probably a lot, it's a longer conversation, but I, I think there's probably a lot of different permutations that could play out that way. Yeah. Yeah, maybe our great, great, great grandkids will still, uh, will still, you know, be talking about George Washington and Thomas Jefferson the same way the the Byzantines and the Holy Roman Empire still talked about Cincinnatus and Cato and, and and the great Romans of old, you know, maybe they'll, they'll keep it going, you know, after, even after the, the empire falls, maybe they'll bring it back. You know, like what (laughs) Winston Churchill's great speech, you know, if if Hitler kills all them, then the colonies will rise up and retake England. (laughs) Maybe, maybe it'll take something like that, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe. Man, super just cheery topics to discuss. (laughs) Holy crap. We've got, We've got nothing but depressing stuff, huh? We are yeah, in, a fall, in, in an empire that seems like it's in its last days, my friend. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll hold out long enough so as we can we can live long and happy lives. But i, I got to be honest. The, my thinking that that will be the case uh, tends, to, tends, to, tends to decrease over time. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. My goodness. Maybe yeah. by the end, you know, the, the people, the plebs will... All, all I want, look, it'll be a small consolation prize if the plebs hate journalists just as much as they hated the Roman senators. <laughs> That's all I want. I just, I just want yeah. journalists to be held to the same level of disdain. That's all I ask yeah. for. We, we, we have at least some things to hang our hats on. And I think, <laughs> I think if nothing else, there are, there are some trends that are working in the right direction, including disdain and distrust for the media. Yeah. The, the complete destruction of the profession of journalism. That is, <laughs> yes, that is the goal. Right. Drew, my brother, thanks for doing this, man. We'll do it again soon. Where can everybody uh, keep in touch, follow you online, read your stuff, all that good stuff? Pleasure's mine, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. So the two best places now, and this is the first time I've had a chance to say this. So first, um, follow the Washington Free Beacon. Follow us on social media. Follow our website. Bookmark us. Um, all my stuff comes up there. That's the the there i got a new piece actually that just came out this morning so go check that out it's about the way the media is dishonest about abortion and public support for it um and then also i'm i'm still and will always be on twitter at drew holden 360 everybody follow drew he's great that's all i got for today i'm brady leonard i'll be back on monday no gimmicks